Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. On today's episode, we continue our conversation on temptation. You know, we agreed yesterday that temptation can make us short-sighted. Temptation makes us lose sight of the long-term consequences of sin and makes us only see the immediate gratification. Well, you know, we're actually going to do a deeper dive on this idea today because what we see today is that temptation not only has the power to make us lose sight of the long-term consequences of our sin, it can actually blind us to believe that there are any consequences at all. I mean, that's, that's so devastating, right? Temptation, if we give it an opportunity, it can actually blind us to the reality of consequences. This is what we see in our passage today. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 19 to 23. It reads in this way. This is, again, in the context of adultery. Uh, the, adul- uh, the adulteress says, My husband isn't home. He went on a long journey. He took a bag of silver with him and will come home at the time of the full moon. She seduces him with her persistent pleading. She lures him. Uh, she lures with her flattering talk. He follows her impulsively like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer bounding toward a trap. Until an arrow pierces its liver like a bird darting into a snare. He doesn't know it will cost him his Life. So do, do you just notice how in these four verses, both parties, right, both the woman and the man, they are both blind to the reality of the consequences, right? I mean, uh, she's just saying stuff like, hey, you know, he's not home. He went on a long journey. He took the stuff. Um, and it, it's she's counting the facts, but she is totally blind to the consequences that may await her on the other side. And for the man, same for him, he is utterly blind as well, right? I mean, it it says so clearly in verse 23, he doesn't know it will cost him his life. He doesn't know. He is blind to the fact, he's blind to the reality of what this adultery moment will cost him. Both are blind. Sin and temptation, it has the power and the ability to blind us. This I call this the blinding power of sin and temptation. Look, you know, I love the songs of worship about, you know, victory and triumph. I, I really do. It's so powerful when me as the people of God, you know, when we gather together for weekend services and, you know, there's that moment when the worship leader sings and invites us and we're all clapping and shouting. I, I love those moments because we, we really do have victory in Christ. That victory is 100% true. But at the same time, until God renews our world, you know, until he comes back and fully removes sin, Satan, and death from this world and our bodies, it doesn't mean that we don't have an, we still have an enemy that's prowling around like a lion, right? It, it doesn't mean the flesh isn't powerful at all. No, the reality is we, we are in a daily battle against, you know, in the unseen realm against an enemy, against our own flesh or the weakness of, you know, our fallen humanity, which by the way, kind of makes sense um, of how this place whole this entire place got broken in the first place right remember how everything was good in the garden back in Genesis and you know we often think 
you know, if I were Adam and Eve, I wouldn't have fallen for the, the deception of the of the serpent. I would not have eaten the fruit. Um, but but that's what the serpent does, right? He has a way of editing out the temptation. He he crops out the scenes and he puts the right Instagram filter so that we become blind to the consequences. We become utterly blind. Now think about this. That happened before sin even broke into the world. So if 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 the enemy is so um, crafty and cunning that he could blind he could blind people who had perfect relationship with God in a garden before there was even sin, don't you think that that could happen to you and I today? Right? Is, you know, another illustration might be that that's kind of what happens when we go fishing, right? You know, we, we know we, we know it when we're doing it, but we don't realize when it's happening to us. You know, when we go fishing. What we do is we put this very attractive bait, not attractive for us, but for the fish, right? Um, I never feel hungry when I'm putting a nasty worm on a hook, but you know, sometimes we even put little things that are shiny and, and it glimmers in the water and we throw it out you know, to, to, to see. And what do the fish not see when you know, the bait lands in the water? What do the fish not see? Okay, here's what, here's what they do see. They see the the you know, beautiful worm, right? Or, or whatever shiny metal object is, you know, just glimmering in the water. What they don't see is the gigantic metal hook that's about to rip into their bodies and drag them out of the water to their death, right? That's what they don't see. They're blind to the hook. And that's the whole point when we go fishing. It's that we deceive and we trick the fish. By the way, for some reason, I, I feel really guilty about fishing in the... I want to take my kids fishing, but now I suddenly I feel bad. Okay, that's another story for another day. But the, a very similar dynamic is at play every day for us in our lives. See, the enemy, the serpent, he puts on a different bait over this gigantic spiritual hook. And it's a book that we're, you know, we're attracted to. It may not be the bait that I'm attracted to, but there is a hook underneath it all. It is going to lead to so much pain and hurt and regret that we become blind to. And so when we take a bite, a big bite into the temptation, it is going to rip into our lives in a way we never thought it could or would. Tim and Kathy Keller, they write in their devotional, uh, in reality, there will always be, regarding temptation, a heavy cost for transgressing the givenness of God's spiritual and moral order. You know, we can't mock God, right? We can't deceive God. There are these invisible principles and a way of life that God has kind of structured into our world. And that's why wisdom matters, right? Wisdom helps us to go with the flow of how God designed the world. Well, when we sin, we're going to go against the flow of how God designed things. And so there will be consequences. It doesn't mean that God is angry with us. It doesn't mean that God doesn't forgive us. It just means that there are consequences for our sin. And so the path of wisdom, skillful living, is to be aware of the consequences of walking into our temptations. Uh, You know, I once heard such sound advice on navigating temptation. It's two things. First, you have to look upstream. You have to look upstream. You have to see the source of where this temptation is coming from. Is, you know, it, wait, would, is this really from the Lord? I mean, God would never tempt us. So where is the, would participating in this violate God's word? So we, we, you know, would it help me to better keep God's word? So we have to look upstream so that we can investigate uh, the source of where this is coming from, the temptation. But secondly, 
We have to look downstream. We have to look downstream and see where our temptation ultimately leads to. When you look, is there a is there vitality, hope, and life? In, is there flourishing on the other side downstream? Or is it when you look downstream, there is a pile of dead fish bones at the bottom of the stream? We got to look upstream, and then we got to look downstream. Sin and temptation has the power to make us blind to its consequences. Wise and skillful living keeps our eyes open. We look upstream and then downstream. Here's the good news. In Jesus, the regrets of our sin can experience a resurrection. Yes, what we meant for evil, God can and will use it for good. And so we should celebrate that. You should rejoice in that right now. And the times we even managed to successfully resist temptation, that was only by the grace and power of God. Amen. And that power is working mightily in you. And so rejoice. Let's be mindful. Let's not be blind. Let's look upstream and then downstream. Father, would you strengthen us and help us to be aware of the power of temptation and the fruit of temptation. Instead, give us a vision a vision of flourishing in obedience in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.